Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. And the whole dream team is here. Toll free. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani. Animal communicator Joy Turner, our pet travel expert and publisher of Fido Friendly Magazine, Susan Sims, as well as Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Whew. Quite a staff. <laughs> it takes a long time to get through that list there, but we're all we're all happy to be here and answer your questions. Do, do you have it all memorized, or do you know? Do you, do you have it written down? We have to go over it every day. I mean, I see it with papers, but I don't know yeah. what you're looking at. <laughs> He's got a cheat sheet. I had to write it up on a big board in front of him. You know, it took me 10 years to get the phone number. Yeah, I finally can erase that. Yeah, so. <laughs> Why? Is your memory, your memory's much better than mine because you seem to remember everything. And uh, what do you, well, stop bothering me. Tell me what you're working on today. Did you ever have a dog whose face just smelled like shh and crap? <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I mean, even right, right from the grooming, when from the tear stain, from the wetness, and, you know, those dogs with those pushed in faces. Why well, got a, a great recipe to get rid of that. Will it work on humans? <laughs> well, if you got a human, if you know a human whose face smells like that, then we got a problem. The baseball bat works better. Uh, the, the boss here, Mr. Skidmark, and uh, that's actually why we call him Mr. Skidmark. Anyway, uh, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kimpton Hotels. You know they're damn proud. If you're traveling to uh, where, where this week? Silicon Valley? Okay, take your pet along and stay at the Cypress Hotel, just one of over 50 Kimpton Hotels that are 100% pet-friendly with zero fees. No size or weight limits. Ask about Cypress Hotel's C-Spot Run Package when making your reservations at one eight 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 kimpton There you go. I like how they take you to a different city each week. I know. They're all over the place. Let's take another one for Vlad, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. And we have Frank. Hey, Frank. Yes, how are you? Good. Welcome. Thank you. Hey, Frank. Go ahead. How can I help you? Well, you know, I got a Shih Tzu. It's about eight years old. A male, and uh, he goes outside to do his business. But when he gets done, he comes in and he he pees all over the place. Oh, how how long is it, it, this behavior is going on? Um, how long has it been going on? Yeah, about a couple months now. Okay, uh, so is it the, is it is it the new dog for you? Well, it's 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 not a new dog. I, I used to have a Shih Tzu before, but I had a female. No, no, no. Is it is this particular one? Is it the rescue dog? Is it new? Is it a new dog in your house? Yes, it is. Okay. So, so you got it about two months ago, and that's is going on all the time. Yes. Uh huh. And when he comes back and he's peeing, um, it's a little bit pee, or he pees in the few spots, or it's a big, big, uh, big puddle. No, she just pees all over. She goes in and she she pee on the the couch in in the. Uh in the, the living room, and she comes mm-hmm. in and pees around the, on the floor. Okay, uh, and you sure she peed outside too? Yes. Okay. Do you have another pets in your house? Yes, I have. A, uh, I have a not in my house. I have a a Rottweiler outside, a female. She doesn't come inside. No, she doesn't come inside. So, if any other pets were living before you brought a new dog in the in the house. Like no, in no, your, they, they, well, we had another Rottweiler, I mean a Shih Tzu, mm-hmm. female. Well, uh, so there is a few things I would believe. I, I still believe there is some type of a scent 
in your house, so she goes back and just uh, mark territory. It doesn't seem to me she pees. It seems to me she marked territory all over your house. Yeah. Uh, that could be because of the scent. Or that could be dogs, uh, the more dominant they are, the more they have a natural instinct to go and pee all over as well. Right. Like a, like a, like a males like to dr put their sh uh, shoes or put their socks or underwear on the house to show to another male so this place is taken. So for you, in order to fix this problem, here is what I will need to do. Number one, I would start uh, religiously creating this Shih Tzu for a while. It means Shih Tzu from this time on, and I think it will take you no more than two weeks, must be in three positions. Position number one, under your supervision inside the, inside your house all the time. You got to watch her as the hawk. Uh -huh. Number two, she must be with you outside, not on her own, with you outside. Right, on the leash. Yes, and number three, she must be locked in the crate when you are not have no time to watching her. First, she sleeps overnight in the crate. First thing in the morning, you take her outside. Go potty, go potty. She pees, go poop, go poop. She poops. If she did not pee or she did not poop, which is supposed to, she must momentarily go to the crate and needs to take her outside for next 30 minutes. Okay. And, and, and until she does both businesses, she does not have a run, uh, free run in the, inside of the house. If she, <coughs> sorry, if she's done, if she pee and poop from this time, when she run around the house, at any time, if she even think about peeing, and of course, if you can catch her in the action, and you always will be able to catch her in the action, because if you're not, you're in violation of my rules, because she should be, at, she, she should be, at, or she should be at your uh, supervision all the time. Right. So <clears throat> you have to startle her. The simplest ways to startle her using um, um, a shaking can, which uh, Pepsi Cola, Coca Cola can, five six pennies inside. You know, no more than that, or a little air horn. Um, you don't need to shake. You need to drop it next to her, like a like a like a pop can or a shaking can. Just don't shake. Just toss it next to her and scream. Ah! every time when she uh, try to pee or poop in your house. Uh -huh. That's that's what I do. And if she pees and poops outside, I will praise her a lot. And for, for the rest of things will go in the place as long as you clean all your house now with the special product. If you have a too much mess, call the carpet company special who is specializing in the pets cleaning. So you'd remove all scents. In addition to products, I would recommend what works with a great success. Check website by name, your UrinePlanet.com, www.urinplanet.com, and I would also get two products from their website. Number one, it is no scent. Number two, no pee. Those two products work like a magic. You have to first clean the house with any cleaning. We're using uh, in our company um, uh, One Shot Plus. Yes, that's what the product we like. Uh, you can get it from animalradio.com website. You can call, stop by your local pet store and get something substitution as well, but you have to have a special product. After that, you're using no scent. When it's dry up, no pee, and you're doing no pee spraying around your house, especially in the place where he peed before every other day. And the rest of the time, that's what I said. 
Okay. okay. Thank you for calling, guys. And thank you, guys. Thanks for your call, Frank. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. In just a few minutes, the tip of the week coming from Sir Joey Volani. Also, a Dodge Journey pet destination. If you have a good Dodge Journey pet destination for this week, we'd love to hear from you at one 405 8405 Do we have one yet, Judy? Is there one? No, we up? don't. I, again, I want to put a shout out to the East Coast. Come on, guys. Where do you take your animals? Give, I can give you a good one when I was back. East. Yes. Well, you don't count. Okay. This is, I mean, okay. that's, I'd like to hear it on a personal level. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now. When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and, most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for canine caviar. Learn more at caninecaviar.com. Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush beds, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality. I'm sticking around today, besides the fact that it's my job. The boss prefers it. I want to hear exactly what Joey's talking about. Uh, if your dog's face smells like uh, dog poop in a few minutes, <laughs> a tip. That's a nice way of putting it. Yes, it's a very good way of putting it. Not When you, when you first came into the studio, that wasn't the way you put it. But uh, I'm glad you cleaned it up for the uh, airwaves. 
I appreciate that. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Stella and Chewies. Of course, you know Stella Chewies as the official dog food of Animal Radio's Ladybug the Studio Stunt Dog. And uh, she couldn't do all those jumps and all the stunts that she does without a good, without, solid food. Exactly. She loves this food, and the best thing about it is she doesn't know it's good for her. Shh. Keep it a secret. It's made with raw USDA-inspected meat raised naturally with no added hormones or antibiotics, and we'd like to send you a sample. All you have to do is send us a self-addressed stamped envelope, the address over at AnimalRadio.com, or you can learn more about Stella and Chewies and re- find a retailer near you at StellaAndChewies.com. Thanks, guys, for sponsoring okay. Animal Radio. Yes, sir. Look how nice a coat looks, too. It is it's very nice. so shiny. I, and, you know, I mean, that's a, that's that starts with what you eat. That, it sure does. I thought you were going to mention that sooner or later, but I thought you were going to attribute it to you. But it, I think it is actually the still. You know what? There's only so much. Listen, I can only work with a good foundation, <laughs> so they have to have a good foundation first. So Stella and Chewies is given is given her the great foundation for me, to, you know, to work my art on. Yeah, you know, you don't have to put any of those things on her to make her shine. She does naturally shine. She's very shiny. Color. And her face doesn't smell like. Um, no, it doesn't. <laughs> so we're we're very excited about that. And that, of course, will be uh, Joey's tip coming up in just a few minutes. How to get that uh, smell off your dog's face. Our boyfriends. Hey, Larry, welcome to the show. Thank you, sir. Thank you, Macau. I have uh, Dr. Debbie right here to help you. What's going on with your animal? Well, uh, how you doing, doctor? I'm doing pretty good. How are you this fine day? Oh, it's a great day, I'll tell you, to work outside. Uh. <laughs> uh, what it is, I've got a, I believe it's a half Labrador and half great Pyrenees. Uh, okay, yeah. And I'm having trouble with his ears, getting bacteria in it. Okay, yeah. And I and I took him to the vet, and uh, he gave me some antibiotics mixed with the saline solution, and I put that in there, and it seemed to help. But uh, I don't want it to reoccur. Occur. And someone was telling me about the dog food might have something mm-hmm. to do with. Yeah. Now, is this the first time he's had an ear problem, or has he had before? Well, this has been kind of a lingering thing for the last three or four months. Oh, okay. All right. And uh, I, first time I took him to the vet, Doc uh, gave me some ointment. Well, it seemed to help then, and he came back with it again, so I took him back, and she mixed up this solution I was telling you about. Oh, okay. Well, definitely, for, for pets that have more chronic problems with ear infections, there's there's definitely some different strategies that I try to pull out because it's not the situation where we have just that simple ear infection we can treat with an ointment and, uh, you know, within two weeks and we're okay. So if you're having more ongoing problems, I kind of look at three main areas where we fail with chronic ear infections when they keep coming back for some reason. And number one is sometimes we treat too conservatively. So... Um, um, for many dogs, uh, the instinct is we want to put things in their ear and rinse out their ears, and many dogs need to have a deep anesthetic cleaning on their ears, especially if there's a lot of garbage in there. Um, and I, I feel that the reluctance to do this deep ear cleaning can really jeopardize the success of you know, how well we can get these ears to turn around. So that might be something to ask your vet. Hey, do we need to knock my baby out and clean?
clean out any kind of garbage deep down in that ear canal. Um, that can lead to damage to the eardrums and make ear treatment much harder. And uh, the way that dog ears are, are shaped, it's very different than what we have in people. You can kind of almost poke your eardrum if you stick a Q-tip in, a, in your ear. Dogs have a turn to their ear canal, and it's definitely more like an L shape. So you can't really see the eardrum nor reach it by just sticking a Q-tip in. So there's a lot of nooks and crannies down there that you really get to be a problem. The second place where I see that we have problems with ear infections where they don't respond where we like to is that we tend to stop them before the treatment's totally complete. And it may not be the case for what you're dealing with there, but for many folks, sometimes the ears look better on the outside and we say, oh, okay, great, they're done. Um, but really we want to make sure that that vet puts that scope inside the ear and make sure that we're our ear infection is clear deep down because if you only treat as long as it looks like that ear is uh, red or has infection, we can really miss that deep infection. So that, that's definitely the most important second point. Third would be those other underlying problems that contribute to ear infections. And when you mention diet, yes, that can play a role. And that's one of many things that can cause chronic ear infections. Um, so food allergies is an, an actual uh, common cause of recurrent ear infections. And that may be to common everyday foods or uh, ingredients. So it's not necessarily a food that you're feeding is bad, but your pet may not be able to tolerate that. And it could lead to the itch response, the inflammation in the ears. So that would be something. So I'd, I'd certainly talk to your vet about a hypoallergenic diet and what they might recommend along those lines. But there's, there's certainly many things we'll get into. Um, okay. Other things, I, I'll find that we don't always culture the ear. And that's, um, you know, a very important thing. We want to look under the microscope and we want to culture these chronic ears because we can breed very resistant uh, bacterial organisms. Um, and when you say your vet kind of made up the special liquid stuff, I'm a little worried that that's partly what they're concerned about is that maybe we've got some of these bad bugs that are growing in that ear. Um, uh, and if we haven't yet taken a sample of that and cultured that, I would certainly do that to make sure we're heading down the ro- right, uh, right road at that way. Um, uh, so so that would that. be very important. Uh, they did a culture on it. And that's when they Good. And that's, that's probably why she picked that choice. Yeah. Uh, well, he now, was on a, a beef type ration, and I've switched uh, switched him over to something with not any beef at all, and I was going to try to see if that would might help a little bit. Uh, yeah, I mean that's just kind of starting at the basics. Sometimes we'll go to more exotic um, allergy control diets, things that are made out of things like. Um, you know, venison, um, venison potato-based diets or duck potato-based diets, things along those lines where it's kind of unusual foodstuffs that our pets aren't already exposed to in the general market. Um, so those might be some other avenues you can go. And you know what? If you say your dog's part Labrador, i got to recommend to consider the possibility of a thyroid problem. Many dogs also with chronic ear problems can actually have a hormone problem, the thyroid disease. So that might be something to raise that uh, question mark to your vet as well well and, and see if any of that's going on because I have a lab myself and boy they're a great dog but man they got a lot of problems you got to be on the watch well, for <laughs> doctor how do they check for that just take some blood and tell them you want a yeah. thyroid Absolutely. It's a quick, easy test. You just have them draw some blood, and they'll have to send it out to a lab. But, yeah, I would certainly say it's worthwhile. Um, okay. So. Okay. And one more question, and, I'll, and I won't bother you no more today, but his nose. I've noticed his nose has turned from dark black, you know, how they're supposed to look, to uh-huh. a pale brown looking. What would be, would that have something to do with the ear, too, or is that something entirely different, you think? 
Hey, I mean, it might. Is there any kind of sores or dryness no, or well, crusting? No, it's just discolored. It's it's more of a brownish color. It's not a. Uh, some, yeah, but, some dogs kind of have a little bit of a change with the color in their nose as they get older. So it may not be anything serious if you don't have any of those other signs kind of accompanying it. So. Okay. Well, he's turning a light, light brown color. Okay. Uh, yeah. uh, those are great Pyrenees. Do they have a? Are you familiar with those as far as their eating habits and what they do eat? I mean, are they have they got a different stomach like a poodle will have a different stomach than a Labrador? You know what I mean? Are they finicky? Or? Not generally. They'll pretty much eat anything that's not tied down. So oh, <laughs> kind yeah. of like the labs. <laughs> so, yeah, but they're wonderful more, dogs. Very cool dogs. One more, one more question before we go. Real fast. Uh, okay. Real fast. Okay. Uh, the dog was raised with the Labrador female, spaded, uh, for six years. Well, she died on me. Now I've just got him, and all he does is mope around and howl. Got any suggestions for that? <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, he's lonely like, you know what I mean? Well, I mean, I think you just said it right there. If he's lonely and he's, he, if it's been some spell since the pet's gone, he may be pining for a friend. So yeah, I'd say uh, go to your local shelter and go pick out a new friend for your baby. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Thank okay. you for your call, Larry. It's a pleasure to talk to you and, and good luck with those things. This is Dr. Debbie with Animal Radio at 1-866-405-8405. Hey, it's Vinnie Penn, your party animal on Animal Radio with your party animal segment. just want to read a little something off to you that I got. I took my daughter to an art show, to an outdoor festival this weekend, and they had all sorts of different events. Uh, I stopped by one booth, and they had this great brochure, Greyhounds as Pets, a great pet for all, with, of course, great being spelled G-R-E-Y-T. And this is from Pups Without Partners, which is a greyhound adoption program. I thought it was very cool because they're really bullet-pointed why greyhounds are the, a, a great dog to get. They're the only dog mentioned in the Bible. That's the first thing they lead off with. It's biblical. There are biblical implications. If Jesus does return and you have a greyhound, you're saved. I like that they started with that. Good with well-behaved children is the second one. What if your son is like my son, Luke? Uh, should I not get a greyhound? Good with well-behaved children? Luke is not well-behaved. Chances are he's going to want to ride the greyhound. Um, he will want to box with him. Uh, so, I, you know, well-behaved children. Maybe I should talk to them about rewriting this uh, brochure. But no, actually, a lot of the other points were great. They're good with other pets, very intelligent, clean, low maintenance. I know a lot the shedding issue is big for a lot of people. Very used to human contact. And they can never wear flea collars or run loose, which I thought was, was interesting. It says greyhounds have been raised with their litter mates and crave attention and affection. By nature, they are calm, laid back, and there were a few there, and it is true. A beautiful, beautiful dog. I don't think I've ever seen a greyhound outside of the bus up close and, and personal before. It is a beautiful dog. It says they can live to be between 12 and 15 years old. And uh, the Adopt-A-Greyhound, this, this program here says, we've been very successful and have a 100% adoption rate since we began in 1995. That's over 10 years of getting these... Uh, Pups Without Partners partnered up. I'm from Connecticut, but if you do want to check it out, it's at www.pupswithoutpartners.org. 
I'm just really stuck on the good with well-behaved children. Yeah, I couldn't get Luke. My son Luke really just ruined greyhounds for our house. <laughs> Vinnie Penn, party animal on Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. And don't forget about your dream team of experts, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, groomer Joey Volani, animal communicator Joy Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, and Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard, and Stacy Cohn uh, in for news today. What are you working on, Stacy? There was a huge explosion at a Quickmark gas station in Vacaville, California. And it was all the result of 20 years of pigeon poo. I'm serious. I'll tell you all about that. Also, what do you do if your dog eats your Viagra? These stories and more coming up on Animal Radio wow. News. I'm going to stick around for that. Let's. Uh, which one are we going to? Oh, to Carrie. Hey, Carrie, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Good. Where are you calling from today? Well, actually, I'm going through New Mexico. I'm a truck driver. You uh, drive awesome. with your dog? I sometimes, but my husband's home, but he's with us this week. Um, right now, I have two boxers. I have a male and a female, and my my daughter is currently five months pregnant, and she moved in with us, and my male boxer has really grown attached to my daughter. Okay. And he won't leave her side for nothing. Can he sense that she's pregnant, or can he hear the baby, the heartbeat? I mean, he won't leave her side okay. for nothing. Now, is he doing anything bad, or he's just kind of following her around? Oh, oh no. He's not doing nothing bad or nothing. She, he just won't leave her side. He's attached. Mm-hmm. He, he's attached to her now. Oh. He, he follows her. He sleeps with her. I mean, this dog is attached to her now, and he's uh-huh. never shown this before. Okay. Well, I mean, the answer is absolutely. Dogs know something's up. They may, you know, do they understand that someone is actually pregnant and there's a being inside them? You know, I don't know if we could speculate on that, but they definitely can pick up different bodily changes, and this is well documented. When women are pregnant, many times behavior of the dogs in the home changes. Sometimes it's something favorable and, you know, kind of, kind of, neat and inspiring how he's kind of watching out over her um and in some pets it can actually become very bad and destructive and there's a lot of anxiety driven behaviors so we know that dogs can kind of pick up on things like changes in body odor different hormones and even moods and anxiety so are they hearing something or sensing something say sub ultrasonic that we don't understand maybe um obviously we don't really have a great way of studying that but we know that they definitely can pick up a difference when someone is pregnant and uh you know i guess it's a good thing everyone in the house knew beforehand because you know i've heard of this happening before where dogs have actually said acted so differently that the person said wow you know he's acting really affectionate with you lately um uh is there something going on and the actually dog diagnoses the pregnancy so um it, it actually does happen um, so um, if it's I mean, no harm, I, I'm sorry. 
I mean, this dog follows her. I mean, we knew she was pregnant, but this dog, I mean, it's all of a sudden he has grown attached to her. I mean, uh-huh. he follows her everywhere. Oh, well, and and I'd say like as long as the behavior, there's nothing negative associated with it. Oh, you no. know, no harm no, done, no. and yeah, and uh, but definitely, I'd say he's sensing something's going on, and he knows there's something special about your daughter right now. And uh, you know, maybe he's one of those protector dogs who feels his job is to kind of be like the little guardian angel on earth here. So, okay. very great story. I Thank you. you. Uh, a weird behavior that he's all of a sudden attached because he's my dog and all of a sudden he doesn't want nothing to do with me and he just attached him to her all of a sudden. It's so uh, smart. Maybe it has to do something with the baby. If he senses the baby's movement or, or, or something, I thought maybe there was something new with this sense uh-huh. of pregnancy. Yeah, do you want to be end up pregnant and you can get your dog back? I'm just kidding. Just a suggestion. <laughs> Thanks for your call today. <laughs> Carrie, we appreciate it. One eight six six four oh five eight four oh five to connect with any one of the dream team right now. We're all here for you. Toll free. Hi, this is Fred Willard on Animal Radio. And I I'm I'm begging you. Stay and neuter your animals. I'm sitting up and begging. I'll play, I'll go over and play dead if you want. I'll follow you anywhere you want to go. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. The roof of a Quick Mart gas station in Vacayville, California, came crashing down under the weight, ready for this, 20 years of pigeon poo. Yes. When firefighters showed up, they said it was nearly a foot thick in some places. Chris Doss, who narrowly missed the crap storm, said it was disgusting. Wonder why, Chris? Doss heard an explosion just seconds after she got in her car and said she didn't realize that it was actually pure pigeon poop at the time. But she says she does recall there were a lot of feathers. An outdated roof design had allowed the pigeons to have run of the roofs for decades, but that's about to change. The owner who purchased the property in a foreclosure last year plans to take the entire structure down and invest in a badly needed pigeon protection program. Human medications, including drop pills, sickened more pets in the U.S. last year than any other toxin. You know, this is the third year in a row that human medications have topped the American Society for the Prevention of Cruelty to Animals list. Some of these uh, toxins, over-the-counter medicines with ibuprofen and acetaminophen, antidepressants, as well as attention deficit hyperactivity disorder medicine, top the list. You know, pet owners won't always know what their animals have gotten into, but you just realize they're showing symptoms like lethargy, vomiting, depression, seizures, or they just start to refuse food. A dog who swallowed pills to treat ADHD, they'll get very agitated. And what happens when a pet gets a hold of birth control, Viagra, and Rogaine pills? Well, luckily, birth control pills today have very small amounts of estrogen in them. And we use Viagra for dogs with pulmonary hypertension. It was actually originally marketed to regulate blood pressure. Rogaine, though, very dangerous, especially in cats, and it can cause heart failure. Obviously, what you want to do is keep your medicine out of your pet's reach. Scientists have discovered a super simple way to banish stress, anxiety, and the blues, and it works faster than meditating. All you have to do, ready? Simply gaze into the eyes of a dog, cat, or other friendly animal. I'm telling you, this is really true, because when I look in the eyes, not only of my dogs, but my horse especially, because they have those big eyes, 
I feel better immediately. When dog owners maintained eye contact with their pooches for about two and a half minutes in a study, the owners felt more relaxed and content. And dogs are smarter than you think. The smartest, best-trained breeds are similar to a two-year-old child in their ability to understand human speech. According to um, researchers, these dogs understand about 250 words, while the average dog can understand about 150 words. My dog understands one. It's the word treat. The smartest dogs are Border Collie, Poodle, German Shepherd, Golden Retriever, and the Doberman Pinscher. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.NaturalBalance.net to learn more. Celebrating our connection with our pets. If you have a question about your pet's health or their grooming, perhaps you want to talk to an animal communicator. Maybe you're traveling with your pet, have a question for Susan Sims or Vladi, the world's famous Russian dog wizard. Some behavioral mix-up that you need to correct. Well, you found the right place. It's Animal Radio. Toll-free, 1-866-405-8405. And it's, uh, don't forget, now let's see, day, daylight savings this weekend. So we go forward, spring forward. Right, spring we lose forward, an hour. Spring back. Yes. Spring forward, yeah. One year I got really messed up with that. I went back when I should have gone forward. Oh, how? And then I went, <laughs> then I wanted to correct it and I went forward just one hour. So I was back where I started in the first place for, for a week. I was late to work there. Yeah. But, uh, uh, and you know, every time the time changes forward, I always have people, employees late at work. <laughs> it is so predictable. And I just look and I'm going to say, who's it going to be? Even if you talk about it the day before, somebody forgets. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, well, it's different in, in my benefit, uh, my reason last year is because uh-huh. it was it wasn't like the first year last year or second year of its new yeah they time changed it it was always thing. in April and then they changed yeah. it in March so I'm not I don't even know what when it is anymore. Uh, there you go. That was Bush's thing, wasn't it? Yeah, and I have to give him kudos for that one. I do like that. I like having the okay one do it for early. Bush. Yeah, <laughs> only one out of eight years. <laughs> Not a good track record. Okay, in my opinion. Let's hit the phones. If you have a question about your pet, here's the place: one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Right now, you can also Facebook us over at facebook dot com slash animal radio, as well as Twitter at twitter.com slash animal radio and of course you can email us your questions as well as ask Dr. Debbie questions on our Facebook page and in fact this one comes off our Facebook page at uh, facebook.com slash animal radio Judy what is it we have one from Julie she wants to know she has a male boxer and she went to have him neutered at five months but unfortunately the vet couldn't find any testicles I guess they didn't drop. He opened up the dog and started looking around, but he gave up because he couldn't even find him inside. So he just gave up, sewed the dog, weird. dog back up. She wants to know he's now about one and a half years old, and she wants to know how much of the male hormones can he still have. She wants to know if he can still be a raging, testosterone-driven <laughs> baby boy. <laughs> oh, dear, yes. Okay. Well, you know, it, I guess the first thing in history, when we have a dog that we go in and we don't find testicles, um, the first question I have is, 
have you always had ownership of this pet or did they come from a background that you don't know because if they were previously neutered we're not going to find any little suckers anywhere Um, so that's always one thing Um, the second would be is if we're sure that there are no testicles externally and then we go in surgically and don't Mm -hmm. see any then we talk about problems maybe they weren't present maybe they didn't develop or that they regressed at some point along the road so for this baby i'd say if we don't know for certain what happened i actually do a hormone test to find out Uh where we're at with things Uh and there's one called a gnrh stimulation test and basically it checks testosterone and then we give a, a hormone and we check testosterone later in the day um because we can't just do a single level of testosterone in dogs it's pulsile so it does change throughout the day so you can get different levels depending on what time you draw hmm. so you really need to do the stimulation test and then we can find out if there's any active test uh testicle tissue anywhere um so it kind of speaks up for the body if you will and um if that comes back negative, then you just got a goofy dog. I just got a lot of energy. <laughs> so good news and bad for Julie. So that would be definitely my recommendation is get that hormone test done and then um, and get him some training if you need it. <laughs> okay. Ask your questions of the doc over at uh, facebook.com slash animal radio, or you can send your emails to your voice at animalradio.com. All our email addresses over at the website. Oh, my favorite online store is SeniorPetProducts.com. Not only because I can get 25% off my entire purchase simply by putting Radio SPP into the promo code at SeniorPetProducts.com, but also because they bring you Joey Volani. Now, before I go into my tip, i got to ask you something. Are you surprised that one year later that I'm still able to give grooming tips? I mean, did yeah. you ever think there were so many grooming tips around? I remember when you first said, Joey, you know, you're going to be able to do this, and I said, no problem. <laughs> did you really believe me? No, I thought you'd run out by now and repeat them. I'm amazed, and, See, and of course, so we can make I a actually. book with all these tips now. Yeah, You're amazed yourself? I was, you know what, I knew we ha- had a lot of tips, but I, I you know, just going back and, and you're thinking to yourself, okay, okay, you know what I mean? Because you do it secondhand nature, you don't sure. think about it, and I still have a lot more to give. I mean, it's, yeah. it, this is, this is ongoing. Well, and about even today's, is, people. Uh, today's is really, uh, really inspiring, <laughs> I think. They'll boot me out of the studio if I don't come up with these. So, <laughs> but anyway, this this actually, um, I, I had a woman, and it's it's mainly with dogs with pushed-in faces, and I see it or smell it a lot on Shih Tzus, losses, even bulldogs. You know, dogs have those those flat faces or folds where um. The, it can get wet and the bacteria builds up and it, and it gets stinky. Now a lot of people, even right after the grooming, will notice that um that the that the pet's faces will swell, smell, smell, smell sour, and um or you know just have a real musty smell to it. Now the stuff that you can buy or professional groomers use that um will neutralize it real quickly. But if you're at home and um and your dog's face is stinking and you don't want to um you know sleep next to them or let them kiss you okay you know that's not a good thing so what we're going to do is is we're going to take a quarter cup of water and then we're going to take two tablespoons of white vinegar 
and we're going to put it in. We're going to get it on a cotton ball, and we're going to swab it. We're going to watch. We don't get it in the eyes, but we're going to go. We're going to go as close as we can without getting in. We're going to get in all the folds around the nose, around the muzzle, and what that's going to help do. It's not only going to take the smell away, but it's also going to break down that bacteria, which also can cause itching um, and 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 um, and irritation to your dog. So it'll what it'll do is it'll actually dry it up so um, the dog's face starts to smell good and it'll smell good instantly and if you do that even once, twice a week, what will happen is it will reduce irritation as well. And on a lot of those pets, it does get irritated. The other thing you want to do, and you should do this, I do this to my dogs. It's it's like secondhand nature. Almost every night, if they got any goop in their eye, just take it out. Just go in there with a cotton ball. I just go with my fingernails. I'm, you know, <laughs> Neanderthal. I'm used to it. And go in there and, and, and take it out. But keep that clean, and that will also help out. And there you go. That's the million-dollar tip from the dog father today. And all these tips over at the website at AnimalRadio.com. Joey Villani, we're so glad to have you on Animal Radio. I'm so happy to be here. You, you don't even know. Now, if you want to connect with anyone in the Dream Team, put your fat little fingers in the phone. Dial 1-866-405-8405. Right now, it's toll-free. Stacy Cohen working on news. What do you got coming up? Well, coming up, over half of American pets are fat, but there is a solution. It's called doggy yoga. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. You, your dog can be thin by summer and in a bikini. We'll tell you about it coming up. And also, you know, men used to use pickup lines. Now they're using their pets to meet women. All coming up on Animal Radio News. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Hi, I'm Steve Garvey, and I'm here with my good friend, actor, and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just a winning combination. It is. Just like Russell to Lolt to Garvey. <laughs> Thanks for that. Hey, everyone. If you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Is your computer running slowly? Thinking about buying a new one? Don't waste your money. Your computer could be infected with spyware, malware, viruses, registry errors, spam, and pop-ups. You don't need to buy a new computer. Just go to DoubleMySpeed.com and find out what's slowing your computer down. DoubleMySpeed totally cleaned up my system and increased my speed. DoubleMySpeed.com increased the speed of my computer from the very first day. My computer was on its last leg. Now it's like new again. Get your free diagnosis at DoubleMySpeed.com and keep your computer running fast. Your free diagnosis at DoubleMySpeed.com is easy and fast. It's the best you could ask for. Outstanding, and my computer is running faster than ever. Find out what is slowing down your computer with a free diagnosis at DoubleMySpeed.com. Don't waste your time with your slow computer. Get your free diagnosis now at DoubleMySpeed.com. That's DoubleMySpeed.com. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals. Request your free sample copy at 
www.animalpeoplenews.org. You're listening to Animal Radio. Hi, Jeannie. Welcome to the show. Hello. How are you doing? Good. I've got animal communicator Joy Turner right here. What's going on? Well, we've talked to Joy before about Shorty. He's our little dachshund. Okay. And we're truck drivers, yeah. And uh, when we left home this time, I had looked at the weather report, and I knew it was going to be really awful weather. And thought he just might do a little better uh, at home, you know, because we've been through some terrible storms. Okay. And I want to know how Shorty feels about it. He was kind of surprised because Dave kept telling him we would want to go trucking. I'm like, no, 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 no. And, and uh, when we left, uh, Shorty looked real surprised that we were leaving without him. And I wanted to know, is he okay at home? He says that he actually was quite amazed, and he's a little indignant, quite amazed that you would go and actually leave him and... I want to ask him if he knows why you left him this time. And he said something about the bad weather, he thinks. And I'm saying, yes, so are you encountering snow and ice and all that stuff? Oh, it's been awful. It's awful. Okay, so I want to tell him all the things that have been going on, the different places you're driving, and you left him home so that he would be safe in case anything happened while you were in the bad storms. Yeah. He said he wants you to know he can really appreciate that you thought of him like that and you did that for his well-being. He said, but then he worries about you. And if it's not okay for him to be there, then he's not sure in his thought of things that it's okay for you to be there. Well, moms and dads take care of their babies and shorty their babies. He says, yeah, he knows that, but do you get the point? In other words, to him, if you don't think it's safe for him, then he doesn't know that it's safe enough for you either. Yeah, well, we're we're doing pretty good. Right now the weather is just cooperating temporarily. He says, okay, Um, but let's not leave me again because of weather, because if anything happens, he'd rather be there with you than not with you. Okay. Uh, Can I ask you about Dizzy? She's our little chihuahua mix. How do we have time to do that? Briefly. All right. What can I do for you quickly? Just uh, wanted to know if uh, she wants to go trucking too. She sometimes feels like she's left out, so she'd at least like to try it. She's not sure she's going to particularly appreciate it, but she'd well, like she's to try done it. it before, but it's been a long time. Yeah, and when we had her. Yeah, and she's here. not sure she's going to like it now, but. She does want to try it again, just so she doesn't feel like she's being left out. Yeah, well, we'll give her a, a little go and uh, a pickup, I believe. Well, thanks a lot. Uh, I feel a lot better. We'll, we'll be sure we get Shorty when we go by the house. Um, we'll be there in uh, three or four days. Oh, he says, okay, good. Yeah, we'll get his warm sweater. He's going to need it. <laughs> Jeannie, stay warm. Thank you. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone in the Dream Team here. Could be animal communicator Joy Turner, Dr. Debbie. Hi, it's 
Lisa Laporta from HGTV's Design to Sell for Animal Radio. Please stay and neuter your pet. This is Animal Radio, baby. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here at Animal Radio. You can also ask your questions over at Facebook.com slash Animal Radio on the Ask the Vet portion of the Facebook page. I never thought that Facebook thing would catch up. I know. Huh? Yeah. I just watched that movie. So oh, was... Social Network. I haven't seen it yet, so don't tell me anything about it. Welcome to the show, Don. Hello. I have Lottie, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, right here for you. Okay. Hi, Dan. Uh, you sounds like you are a radio host on your own. How are you? What state are you calling us from? Calling from Texas, from Houston. Ah, you're a Severian woman. You know how to treat the man. I love the people, the girls but from I'm, Texas. But I'm a Yankee deep down. I'm from New York. Ah, that doesn't sound good. <laughs> okay, so I, I heard, Dan, you have uh, two questions. Let's just start with from the questions. Could you okay. just give me the questions? have two 16-month-old multi-gen Australian Labradoodles. Okay, that sounds, that sounds very good. I like them. Go ahead. They're, they're 17 and 20 pounds, and mm-hmm. we one is very vivacious when we walk and come to a squirrel or a dog. Um, she'll get up on her hind legs and she barks and squeals, and, but it's a friendly one. If, we, if I go up to the dog, she's fine, you know, because they're real kind-hearted. But, I mean, one time the neighbors came out from my house to see if the dog was okay. So she's real loud. So ha- the other one's fine. But how do I stop her as I'm walking to stop, stop her from what? doing this? Doing what? From the squeaking real loud and, and crying and barking. I mean, like I said, ah, somebody came from outside the house. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's called um, freedom frustration. Um, dog is very excited. She wants to see other dogs. Um, exactly. Because some some dogs are naturally better socialized and love in love with dogs, and some of them in love with humans. Okay. I think yours yours both, but I think your dog loves the dog still a little bit better. So uh, basically, you have. To, I mean, I'm gonna give you an example. Um, my my job is never done. Hello, who is this? I am on uh, animal radio right now, so I'm gonna call you later on. Okay, I know your dog is pooping all over. I know. I'm I'm, I'm very busy. Yeah. I noticed you got an iPhone there. <laughs> yes, I do. We don't have, have pooping have problems. I... We've got walking problems. <laughs> Yes, I have a Lexus car and iPhone too. Just to let you know. <laughs> okay. Anyway, so uh, back to your problem. Um, so, uh, really, in your situation, the best solution for you would be teaching self-control. Because when I see the beautiful woman on the street, you know, I am I am about screeching and jumping too. But that I have true. a self-control. Yes, I have. A, and your dog needs to st- you need to establish in your dog self-control. How would you do that? Very simple. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta buy a pinch collar. A okay. pinch collar, yes, whatever you can get from your pet store. Uh, if in, in your situation would be mid-size, a 
pinch color you will okay. need to remove a few links uh, from that yeah after that after that you got to get six foot leash and the first exercise which I would do if you're gonna go to animalradio.com there is a website shows oh. me how I'm operating uh, and training Akita if okay. I can do with Akita you can do with this uh, golden doodle Okay. You know, or Labradoodle, whatever it is. Whatever they are, <laughs> so, Australian Labradoodles, I don't know what they are, exactly, but anyway. Exactly. That's okay. going to be really, that's called uh, teaching stationary control, control and dynamic control in actions. Okay. So you will see how I do this. It's uh, This is what you're asking me. It's really, yes. you have to watch it insta instead of just me trying to explain okay. you. But just to give you general guidelines, if you would apply my method, which is shown back there and doesn't yes, work, sir. It, 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 if it does, doesn't work, it means you just gave to your dog $2 ticket for speed violation. Let me give you one secret, and you understand. No, I'm because your dog is a bulletproof. Your dog can be running. I mean, I recently worked with one golden doodle. That dog wants to jump in my van, even when my dog in his in the crate, even my when the door of, of the van is clo was closed. He right. just doesn't care. He just jumped back and just look at me. Hey, hey I thought it's open. That's he doesn't care. Look at me like you're trying to pull me back. You got to be kidding me. Exactly. So you got, so you got. I mean, back in Michigan, which I'm from, I was getting a uh, ticket every every month because uh, a right. uh, ticket was just 85 bucks when i came okay. to california i could not believe it they gave me a ticket for 450 dollars <laughs> first time i said to the judge i mean in michigan you should rob someone or whatever it is to get the punishment like this what did i do i mean this right. is just unusual punishment for the things like was stupid ticket yeah. Because they, over here they are more like revenue collectors. Then uh, you know, get the real job. You go to right. downtown. Right. Go to downtown Detroit and deal in situation back there, rather than staying here in Newport. Anyway, don't get me started. So, so that, that's <laughs> what I that what I do. If you do something it doesn't work, you just give your dog two dollars ticket for speed violation. So check the website, okay. check I the video. Do. Okay, so just get start with a pinch collar. Though I didn't know what yes, kind of pinch collar pinch collar is called. Pinch collar and leash. Go to your local store and get any yeah. pinch collar. Okay. Don, thank you for your call today. Wait, I have one more question. Okay, hurry up. Can I get one more question? Yes, you may. Okay, I'll do it real quick. Um, okay. They, well, you know, they're sisters. They're litter mates. And they are fine. They don't growl at people or anything else. But once in a while, they'll fight over, say, a bully stick. And they both want it. And it's the, the <laughs> Do you know what the bull stick means? It's a bull penises. And they're girls, they're fighting about this. That's the explanation. Right. Okay. And they get one to got to the point. <laughs> good one. And one got to the point that it, uh, we had to put stitches in one. Oh, but that's fight. not good. We don't know because we pulled them apart, they were fighting, or okay. because they were hurting each other. So what, how do you suggest to separate dogs when Thank they Thank you. Thank you. I mean, uh, this is the bitches fights there, and you're alpha, you should be alpha female, and your work needs to be last. You know, if you would train one dog at that time, you would be in the better control to stop them when the issue arises. From that time, you have two situations. Situation number one, do not give them that bull sticks, because it's a great thing, but it's create the problem. So start with nylon bones, and after maybe go to rawhides, and after that maybe give bull stick. If you give bull stick, you give one dog at the time, and watch so nobody would approach to another one. I would have alicious on them with the pinch colors and I probably would have a device by name Pet Convincer from, from internet. Pet Convincer. And okay. at any time one dog finishes its bull stick and goes to another, I would zap that dog with the air. Okay. okay. You gotta be alpha bitch. That's what you needed. 
thank you. <laughs> we all need that. Thank you. We appreciate Bye. you listening to Animal Protect Radio. Your health, and we love your channel. Thanks. You have a good day. You too. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. The channel is as good as the talents. Am I right, Hal? Well, thank you, and you have a great day. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. And your dream team is here. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Rumored Joey Volani. Animal communicator Joey Turner. Pet travel expert Susan Sims. Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard. I'm Hal Abrams. And the first voice you hear when you call 1 866 405 8405 is that of Judy Francis. That's me. Yep. Doing a good job. I see the phones are all lit up. For, is that for all for Joy today? Yes. Wow. Can you believe it? Blows me Very away. popular. Yeah, she sure is. I'm jealous. Who would have thought? I'm jealous. <laughs> I know. Who would have thought? Joey, what inspires the topics for every week? I'm, I'm thinking that you and your wife are laying there in bed Saturday night, and you're saying, what, what should we, Friday night, what should we do? <laughs> uh, what kind of topics should we do tomorrow? Uh, I'm sure that's what they're doing. How do the topics come up? Are these inspired by emails and real problems that you're having in, in real life? These, these are mainly inspired. I mean, at home at night in bed, I'm not thinking of um, <laughs> dogs' face, um, faces smelling like poop. But, yeah, good, good. But um, sure no, not usually. Your wife appreciates that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, she 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 does. She does because I would hate to people to think that I'm talking to my wife and that's the first thing I'm thinking about. <laughs> of course, because um, there would be a problem. Yeah, this comes from from emails of people just asking me um general questions, and I say, oh, that would be a good topic. So I figured this would be, actually be a good topic. Ladybugs uh, uh, smells like a flower, a blossom. Are there well, you certain know dogs that stink? Absolutely, dogs with pushed in faces, ah. usually Shih Tzu's losses. Oh. Um, the dog. Dogs that have a lot of staining going on there, and their their muzzle is real short. It's hard to get it to go away. Okay, so in just a few minutes, the tip of the week coming from Joey Volani. Also, a Dodge Journey pet destination. If you have a good Dodge Journey pet destination for this week, we'd love to hear from you at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. Do we have one yet, Judy? Is there one? No, we up? don't. I, again, I want to put a shout out to the East Coast. Where are you guys? Got to be some great places that you take your dog. Where do you take your I'll animals? Give, I can give you a good one. When I was back east. Where where would you take it on? Well, believe it or not, and 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 I'm almost gonna hate to, hate to use this, but um, the um home of Jersey Shore, which is Seaside Heights, New Jersey, is that the home of Jersey is, Shore? That's the home of Jersey Shore, um, which probably has one of the best um, beach boardwalks that you'll ever see. Um, it's just it's 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 just a real fun place to be. You take your dog and and walk on the on the boardwalk. And um, the only thing is there is a leash law, so you got to make sure your dog's either on a leash or in a stroller. You see a lot of people with their with their pets in a stroller, but there's a lot going on. It's a lot of fun, and it's just a great place to be. Okay, Very can we put cool. that up there? Put that up yeah, there for the uh, one of the. Down. If you have a uh, one at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five, we will give you your pug, your animal, your whatever animal you take to your special Dodge Journey pet destination. We will give you prizes. Hey, Glenn. Hi, how you doing? Good. Where are you calling from? Uh, from Southern Oregon. Southern Oregon. Are you driving through, or you live there? No, I live here. It's a beautiful place, isn't it? It is. It is. I like it here. So what's going on with your animals? I got Dr. Debbie right here. Hi there. Um, hi, how you doing, Dr. Debbie? Uh, I'm doing this great. Is time, this is the first time I've heard your radio show, and I think oh, I'll okay. listen to it now. So, um, oh, great. Right now we have an 8-year-old Vizsla, um, male, 
And the strange thing is he will not eat out of his food bowl, dry food. He, okay. he has to tip the bowl over and he'll eat it off the floor. Or if you take a handful out and put it on the floor, he'll eat it on the floor. We've changed bowls like four or five times. I'm just wondering why, why he does that. Is that just some idiosyncrasy that he has? Yeah, it could just be an idiosyncrasy because some dogs have this where, you know, they'll either paw the little kibbles out and put them on the ground or pick them up with their mouth and set them to the side and then ingest them. Um, the first thing I always do is I look at the, the feeding arrangement and I'll start with that. So if they're in a round bowl with high sides, I'll go to actually like a platter, um, mm-hmm. different styles of bowls, uh, ceramic versus stainless steel. I've had dogs that don't like their reflection in stainless steel. Um, and then also just changing the site that you're feeding. So not just playing with bowls, but going from, you know, say a carpeted area to a tiled area, uh, different parts of the house. And if none of that changes and he still does this behavior, then I just kind of say, yeah, he's got a little quirk. So, uh, you know, he, he likes to serve himself, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the call. Take care. All right. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team here. Could be groomer Joey Voline, Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions. Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard, or pet travel expert Susan Sims, or even our animal communicator, Joy Turner. We're all here for you, and we have Stacy Cohn working in the newsroom. What, what are you working on, Stacy? Well, coming up, over half of American pets are fat, but there is a solution. It's called doggy yoga. <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know. You, your dog can be thin by summer and in a bikini. We'll tell you about it coming up. And also, you know, men used to use pickup lines. Now they're using their pets to meet women. Also, what do you do if your dog eats your Viagra? These stories and more coming up on Animal Radio News. And really only on Animal Radio because we're the only station that will have it. Lottie, how are you doing today? You're looking good. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm just smiling and laughing because I heard that case from my client when his Labrador, who can eat even landscaping stone, did eat Viagra. Oh, 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 not yeah, but but they were lucky that was female. <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So so yes, lab. That's the labs they do. They eat everything what they can find. Hey, Marcella, welcome to the show. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Anaheim. Anaheim, lovely Anaheim. <laughs> yeah. Home, home of the uh, the uh, mouse ears. <laughs> mouse ears. Okay. I have Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard here. What's going on with your dog? Well, my dog is um, he's kind of strange. Um, he attacks me on my way out the door. Yeah, I'll be leaving, and he will um, attack me. And he's bitten me like three different times, and pretty hard too. And it's it's really not good. Anyway. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I. You know. You said your name is Marcella. Yes. Mm-hmm. Marcella. You, first of all, you're my neighbor. You know that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I live in Newport. Uh, so there's always chance. So maybe it's a good idea for you to have me to visit your house <laughs> because unlike any behavior problems when it comes to aggression, mm-hmm. 
Uh-huh. And especially when the dog is already bit someone, uh-huh. you know, this is uh, nothing to play around. That needs to be done immediately, and it's kind uh-huh. of urgent situation because, right. you know, you are from California like I am now, and you know in California we have more lawyers than dogs. <laughs> and if a dog will show the same behavior to somebody else, because you see from his perspective, hey, I can, if I can do it to Marcella, uh-huh. I can do it to, tomorrow I can hey, do it to the neighbor Kathy. Why? Uh, why, why he do? What? What the breed of the dog? Um, well, he's a Jack Russell mix. When, when? When this behavior started? Oh, it started a few years ago when he was little. So, so you're tolerating it for a few years? Yeah, it's terrible. Oh too. my God! I know. I, it's not really tolerable. It is. I mean, I would fix it in five minutes if you would have chance me to come in. <laughs> but uh, I just afraid in your in your situation. Here's what I would do if I would when I come in. And again, I would uh, when come to this aggression, I would not you even try because it's nothing what you can do on your own. Number mm-hmm. one, when I come in, I would do some exorcism. I would exercise the <laughs> evil out of him. No, I'm serious. I, I do special procedure, uh-huh. and uh, he will be momentarily relaxed and submissive. Uh-huh. I will tell why he's doing this. He's doing this to stop you from, he probably once in the past, he just learned. He didn't bite you in the first time, but when he was leaving the house and he maybe didn't like it or maybe uh, sometimes the dogs do it because owners, you know, they are crossing the searching path. Uh, From the dog's perspectives, if you're passing the... Uh, crossing the, his path, he thinks he and he believes he is in charge. He wants to uh, block you. He wants to bark. He wants to do something. I see that behavior a lot. It didn't go to the biting in a lot of cases, uh-huh. but this is the step by step to the process. Right. Um, and uh, basically, that's what I would do. For number one. After that, I would teach him. Uh, how be the follower and not the leader by walking him on the leash properly after we'll ask you to imitate the same motions what I will show you to do. Uh-huh. And when we've done with you everything and you establish yourself as authoritative figure, we're going to put special protective uh, device around his muzzle so he would not bite you. It's better than muzzle because he can breathe, he can open the mouth, uh-huh. but he cannot bite. And after that, I will tell you, okay, now make our day, okay? <laughs> and I will, and I will, yeah, I'm going to set up this behavior and we will have a special device. So if uh-huh. he goes and bite you, you will bite him, figuratively speaking. Uh-huh. And that's going to be it. That's going to be just, uh, you don't need to wait for two or three more years. Yeah. It can be done very easy. You know, but I am... Why does he do it in the first place, though? That's the, that's the thing. Why? What causes uh, him? What causes my dog to, to want to attack me every time, every single time? Every yeah, single because, time I leave. Because you are the squeaky toy. You are submissive <laughs> toward him. He's not doing <laughs> to the to other people, to your husband, because he can. Mm-hmm. He's like a little terrorist. He just <laughs> learned in the past. By he gets what he wants. He gets your attention. You're screaming. Uh-huh. You're you you be you behaving the way he, it's encouraging him to do it again and again. Uh-huh. Dogs like a humans. The more they can get away with, the, the more, more they, they will it. repeat this behavior. Of course. Mm-hmm. My my dear, I mean, you can get to the really okay, trouble. Okay, and, and another thing mm-hmm. is like when when I'm driving in the car and he goes everywhere with me, it, just mm-hmm. because um, he uh, goes ballistic when he sees a, a motorcycle. Whenever he sees a motorcycle go by or hears one, this he goes is the crazy. part. Of, this is the part of the same behavior. He has a ch- apparently your dog has a great chase drive. 
and Jack Russells <laughs> are famous for that. Okay. Yeah. And, and that is why everything which is moving needs to be cut off, needs to be uh, caught and killed. Okay. You know. So, my dear, I know you love animal radio, and you know you love us, but I'm telling you, this is the situation, nothing to play about. And for everyone who is listening to us, most of the times people call me when the people already beat someone, because today it's you. Can you imagine tomorrow going to come some of your neighbor kids, some maybe kids, someone, and they will together with you start to walk away, and he maybe do it to somebody else. Uh-huh. And this is the very resolvable issue. Wow. I have a client who crying after. So why we didn't call you before? Uh-huh. You gotta take care of that immediately. And uh, if you call to my office, tell them you're from Animal Radio. We uh-huh. will put priority on you. Otherwise, we have a three months waiting list. Wow. Okay. Yes, but we'll Definitely. take it to you promptly. So you can help me out then if I come down there with him. Oh, that could be done very quickly, very easily. Because, this you know, is... I have been doing this for my my uh, Charlie is now almost five years old. Okay, in June he will be five years old. I believe since he's just been a little bit over a year, not even a year, has he been doing this? And it's, that's going to get just worse. Yeah, and, and it, it, it does. You're right. It is it, my, worse. My dear, now he's doing it, it to in my our children. Life, I have not, two children, exactly, a 17-year-old exactly. and a 16-year-old. Exactly. And now, before they used to have to hold the dog, they used to have to hold heart, Charlie for me, for me when I before I go out the door, so I can get out peacefully. Now, yes. And now, when they leave, he does it to them also. So Mar- it's not like it's just Marlene. me. Now it's them also. Everyone, and eventually she will bite someone, and uh, God forbid, you can. I know, but but you did not. You will not sue yourself. But if somebody just take it from me, as the expert in this field, I participating a lot of court hearing on the dog bite things. Attorneys are asking me in a lot of cases some suggestions and things like that. In this economy, people sue each other not not even for the dog bite. Some stupid lab recently, you know, just wants to get the ball from a ball from. A, from the kid and just knock him down and uh, you know people came up with all type of explanations and people sued and I cannot tell you so listen when you have a problem you always have two two two, two resolutions or uh, two way of, of out of it number one keep complaining about the problem and it's not going to get any better or take the actions I suggest you take the actions this is not for the action you can take on your own because it's unsafe for you get the professional you don't like me you don't want me but get someone who qualified and this needs to be taken care of this is Animal Radio Listen carefully to this message. If you're about to buy hardwood flooring, you're going to pay too much. Unless, of course, you buy from us. We're Lumber Liquidators, and we dare you to shop and compare with the big box stores. Lumber Liquidators offers the low price guarantee. When you buy your quality hardwood flooring from Lumber Liquidators, you save hundreds, if not thousands, every time. Because we buy direct from the mills. We are truly the wood floor experts. To prove it, we'll send you our beautiful full-color catalog absolutely free. Call one 800 265 Shop for hardwoods in cherry, oak, and walnut, bamboo, laminates, and even Bella Wood prefinished flooring with a 50-year warranty. The same floor Bob Vila has in his home. Don't pay more than you have to for flooring. Call Lumber Liquidators right now. We even offer installation and financing. Visit your local Lumber Liquidators or call right now for your free full-color catalog. Call 1-800-265-4352. That's 1-800-265-4352. 1-800-265-4352. 
As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At SeniorPetProducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable, all at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com. We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we can be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977. You're listening to Animal Radio. Moments away from Joey Volani's tip of the week. And we're looking for your Dodge Journey pet destination. Somewhere where you like to take your pet. If you want to check in next week, tell us where you like to take your pets. We'll give you prizes to take with your pets next time to go play with them. All brought to you by Dodge. And this portion of Animal Radio is actually brought to you by Kimpton, the Kimpton Hotels. And if you're visiting San Francisco, take your pet along and stay at the Kimpton Hotel. They're pet-friendly, nine locations in San Francisco, and, of course, wow. there's 50 across the, the whole U.S. And the cool thing about this hotel, zero fees, no size or weight limits They'll re- recommend pet-friendly parks, shops, restaurants. They are truly pet-friendly. All in San Francisco. Find out more about the Kimpton Hotel's hospitality program by calling one eight 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 Kimpton K I M P T O N. You travel a Kinda lot. Wa- I gotta wonder if there's a fish market over there somewhere there that our cats might be interested in. I bet there is. <laughs> you want to take some calls? Yeah, let's oh, let's go let's to work it. here. Okay. If you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team right now, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Volani just stepping in right now with your grooming questions. Uh, he's He has the uh, Caesar, Caesar Milan ego this week because he was performing with Caesar Milan <laughs> earlier this week. Uh, we'll have to ask him a about A slowly that. people here, my yeah. goodness. <laughs> yeah. Animal communicator Joy Turner, well, she's always, uh, you know, she's talking to all kinds of people all the time, and cats and animals. She. She has open VIP passes. They're kind of a communication thing that I haven't learned quite yet. But if you want her to talk to your animals, one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. And then, of course, if you're having problems with uh, like behavior issues with your animal, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, all here, toll free right now. And Steve, welcome to the show. Hey, how are you doing? Doing okay. It's our it's our over opinion. Opinionated truck driver Steve, of course. Welcome back. Uh, I'm not being over opinionated anymore. I just got a doc. I got one comment, Dr. Debbie, and two quick questions. Okay, go for it. Okay. All right, Dr. Debbie, went to y'all's website. Y'all got a great website. Now, a little Frenchie that y'all voted for one of the best pets for y'all's place. That's such a cute little French bulldog. I gotta be real honest with you, Steve. You know what you sound like. You remember the Peanuts commercial? The Peanuts. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad TV? you said that. I guess, 
I'm having a hard time here. The, the teacher and the uh, Peanuts com- cartoons on TV. I can barely hear you. Is there? You got one of those them there Bluetooth sets on, or what's going on? Because you know I love your over opinions. Well, I'm in between Kingman and on my way to Las Vegas. Oh, well, that explains a lot. That explains a lot. <laughs> yeah. If you can hear me, one quick question. How do you okay. feel about giving your pets oatmeal? Oatmeal. My girlfriend, every other day, has been putting that in with her food. Okay. We trying to make the dogs poop or lower their cholesterol, or what's the reason we're adding that in? Um, helping Mr. Peanut out, he's got the irritable bowels, and it really seems to help out with his foodie uh, food. Okay. You know, I don't see a problem with it. I mean, oatmeal is a, a, a nice carbohydrate, um, but I just would be cautious as far as watching the overall calories. Um, and, and it just gets a little touchy when we start adding things into dogs' diets. You know, sometimes we like to think we can kind of master uh, dog nutrition by just kind of doctoring up the dog, dog foods. And I'm just kind of a, a little cautious with the tendency that a lot of people have where we like to take the spoon from the human table and put it in our dog's bowl. So in general, I'm not a fan of it, but if you did a little bit of oatmeal, I can't say it would be a problem. Be careful if it's that sugar-free oatmeal. It seems like we've had this conversation before that a we lot of it. did, Hal. Uh, we have uh, Stacy Cohn working on news. Flag her down. Flag, oh, ask her what she's. Yeah. Stacy, what are you working on? Well, coming up, over half of American pets are fat, but there is a solution. It's called doggy yoga. Doggy mm-hmm. yoga. I don't know. You, your dog can be thin by summer and in a bikini. We'll tell you about it coming up. I can't wait. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. And we go to Cody. Uh, hey, Cody. Welcome to the show. Hi. How are you all doing? Doing good. Great. What's going on? Uh, I have uh, a six-month-old mutt, and she is eating my uh, my other dog's poop. And I'm wondering... What I can do, we read that it was like a, a lack of nutrition or something, so we read we could give her liver, and we started feeding her liver and all that, but that's not working either. Ew, I hate liver, man. Ugh. Uh. Feel bad for your dog. <laughs> <laughs> now, this is a puppy, a six-month-old puppy? Yes, ma'am. All right. It's, it's not a nutritional problem. Dogs do this because they like it. We don't want to face the reality. They find it fun, and it's an enjoyable thing. And what's even more fun is they love to do it because we respond so negatively to it, and we chase them around trying to pull the little pieces out of their mouth, um, and they, there's a kind of a game involved with it. Now, that being said, there are dogs that um, kind of pick up this habit when they're young and may continue doing it throughout their whole lifetime lifetime. Um, and, and then for those, I might be looking at some other health issues that are going on. But it's a natural thing. Puppies do this. They pick up poop just kind of like kids explore their environment. The trick is, the number one thing is we don't want to try to make a big deal about this. Um, so when I deal with this problem, there's twofold that I'll do. One is I talk about training. And two, I talk about deterrence and avoidance. So training is really where you train yourself to not respond badly to this. So if you catch your dog doing this, we want to find an alternative for the pup to do. So instead of saying, hey, drop it, drop it, drop it, drop it, we're going to say, I got a squeaky toy. Look at this great squeaky toy. And you go running in the other direction, squeaking that thing as loud as you can, dancing around like a fool. That is going to be more fun than that little pile of poop 
and that's going to draw the, your pet's interest towards that. Um, and so if you, if your dog fails to drop the poop and brings it along, hey, you've made some steps. At least you've got the dog's attention and you're getting the right response. Um, the second part of that is avoidance and a deterrence. So if we have a dog that we're taking outside and we have no control over where they're going and they're going potty as the, at will, we really have no control over saying, hey, stop that, come here. So you need to take your pet out on a leash to the potty area and supervise that activity. Praise them up and down when they do their goods and when they walk by that pile of poop and don't try to pick that up. Um, and then the deterrence things. There's tons of different products out there that you can feed to dogs to make their poop taste uh, bad. If, if you believe it, <laughs> you, you have to do that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's oodles of different products out there. And, um, you know, if it's a matter of your other dog's poops that uh, are being ingested, then you can feed these products to your pet. And with repeated exposure, it helps to be a negative deterrent. And, and I've had people that they try all sorts of different things, you know, Tabasco, um, the poop, and all that stuff. And, and whatever works for you to deter them, that's great. I'm, I'm a fan of that. But the biggest thing is to not allow them to have that exposure in the first place. And then if you do see it happening, to really redirect the behavior to something else that is more favorable and more fun than the, the little squishy poops there. Hope that, okay. Hope that I helps appreciate out. that. I appreciate your call, Cody. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Could be Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Groomer Joey Villani, animal communicator Joy Turner, pet travel expert Susan Sims, Vladdy the World famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here, toll free for you. Let's take a call for Vladdy the World famous Russian dog wizard. We have Phil on the phone. Hi, Phil. How are you? Hey, guys. Love your show. Thanks for all that you do. Wondering if Lottie can help me with a problem that I got. Oh, I, I am resolving any problems, even unsolvable. So go ahead. <laughs> I got a Chihuahua Pomeranian mix. I've had him about a year, and I'm guessing maybe he's two years old. And also I have four cats. And it's <laughs> like this It's like this dog uh, just no, never knows when. Cats. There's no turnoff switch. He's like 100 yeah. miles an hour. And I work long hours, so a lot of time he's spent kind of locked up in the kitchen uh, so he can't trash the house. But uh, he he chases the cats. I know he wants to play. I know he Mm -hmm. wants to play with me when I get home. But I was just wondering if you had any suggestions how I could kind of get him to calm down a little bit. Sure. I mean, uh, you know, there is a solution can be uh, basically to calm him down. Um by doing obedience training and uh, regarding quick fix to you stopping him chasing the cat you know it's a simple things too um, how your cats are be- cats behaving well oh yeah they're all, they're all great uh, they're just not used to being chased so much i guess <laughs> because we can discipline cats too at the same time <laughs> so yes uh, you're tired or not but there is the time when you need to put the color unleash on your dog take your dog for a walk because remember feel tired dog is the, is the good dog like tired kids sleep well so if you proactively absorb that physical and mental energy through the physical and mental stimulations what, which I basically suggesting you combining uh, taking him for a walk with obedience training um, it also would be nice to train your dog in front of the cats. By doing this, you are um, establishing yourself as the authority, as the police officer on duty. Uh, you show it to the dog so you don't want him to chase the cats uh, because you are demanding certain behavior in the presence of the cats. 
And it's not really hard things to do. I mean, at least do some type of the training attention, which shown on video. If you go on animalradio.com, there is a video section. You see, if I could do it with uh, Akita, you know the Akita? It's a kind of very tough dog. So, some, yeah. Sometimes, yeah, if the people call me and say, have a ch- uh, Akita, uh, Sharpay, or Chow Chow to train, I don't even return the calls to the people like those. <laughs> so, you know, anyway... If I could do it with a kid, you definitely can do it with your dog easily. And it just creates remarkable uh, effect on your dog's personality because you will see how I quickly turn the dog from leader to the follower. In a little bit, do sit stay, at least in the presence of the cat. One minute sit stay will take as much energy as one mile to run. So that's what I would do really to do with your dog. Um, just uh, pick appropriate color. If in, in your situation, I would use a star mark color. I'm not going to use pinch color on your dog because if fur is not appropriate. It's going to be, and there is no need for that. Um, and, uh, you know, that's what I would do. But uh, after that, if, some, <laughs> if things goes bad and uh, you would like to stop it instantly, there is nothing better on this earth just to get the product by name Pet Convincer. So convenient. You don't need to yell. You don't need to scream. You don't need to scare. Just push the button. Air comes out and, uh, you know, you can spook your dog, startle your dog. It's two, three times three convincing blasts and probably your your dog's behavior will be in the past forever. That's what I do, Phil. Andy, thank you so much. I appreciate it. I'll give it a shot and uh, we'll keep my fingers crossed. Thanks for oh, listening. That's going to work. 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, we all know that men have cheesy lines that they always use to pick up women, like, what's your sign, and, you know, stuff like that. Whatever. Anyway, men use their dogs to meet women now, apparently. 42% of men say that they have or would take their dog out for the sole purpose of meeting women. Just 17% of women said that they would do the same to meet men. Over half of American pets are fat, according to some new data that's been released. The research reveals that most families are just overfeeding their animal too much. The Wall Street Journal said for years the topic of fat pets was considered taboo in the veterinary community. Taboo, apparently, because vets just didn't want to tell fat pet owners about their fat pets. But now we need to face facts, and it's all our fault. The main culprit is routinely that we overfeed our pets and don't exercise them enough, just like us, like people. Research also suggests that pets fed less over their lifetime can live significantly longer. Luckily, there are things you can do to help your pet lose weight. At the Morris Animal Inn Pet Resort in Morristown, New Jersey, 32 dogs participated in Fido's Fit and Spa Retreat Clinic this January, complete with swimming and dog yoga. Do not ask me about dog yoga. I have no clue how they could bend their necks and stuff. Anyway, in April, Camp Bow Wow, a 125-location doggy day and night camp franchise, will uh, launch a furry fitness challenge. It's a contest for owners and pets to lose weight together. I like that. Americans are pet people, and 65% of households in the U.S. include a pet, and over half of dogs and cats sleep in their owner's beds. Three of my dogs do. 
I only have three. In fact, including pet fish, more animals and people reside in American homes. Camels and comedy don't seem to go too well together. At The Daily Show this week, a gag that was to be shot with a camel in Wisconsin was scrapped after the animal's leg became entangled in a metal barricade, caused the poor little camel to fall down. I guess it wasn't so little, but it did fall down. The Daily Show did issue a statement about it. The Daily Show with Jon Stewart was in Madison, Wisconsin, shooting a segment about the Wisconsin labor protests. For an element of the piece, we made arrangements through a local animal wrangler to film a camel. Prior to any filming, the camel, while in the care of its handlers, got its leg caught in a barricade and fell. The camel was not injured, but after the incident, The Daily Show immediately decided not to pursue the idea any further and did not film any material with the camel. The camel remains in good health, but is declining media requests at this time. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Get more breaking animal news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com. Hey, you're just lucky I found the studio today, okay? Hey. <laughs> Hi, Ed. Hi, how are you? Doing good. How are you doing? Um, I'm okay. What's going on with your animal? Um, well, she'll be 14 in August. She's on, right now, she's on uh, Rimadel for arthritis and Salix, I think, like LASIK, to um, get fluid off of her. She has um, her lungs. One lung in particular is very bad and filled with fluid. The other one just has a little bit. Um... She has an enlarged heart, and she has tumors in her chest. Mm. Um, obviously, you know, we're looking at the end of her life. Um, uh, I, I, the thing is, right now, she's, she's coughing. You know, she's really hacking and hacking and... You know, at times blood comes up. And, and my husband and I are, you know, we are not agreeing on when is the right time to put her down. A month ago, she walked four and a half miles with us on a trail. Okay. Last weekend, you know, we walked two miles on Saturday, two miles on Sunday. She loves, she loved it. She was dragging us down the path. Okay. Um, but when she lays down, I think that's when the fluid kind of pools or whatever and causes her to choke. And I just don't want her to choke to death. Yeah. And I think that, um, you know, you are at a point where there's so many, it sounds like so many good indicators that she's enjoying where she's at, but yet I'm concerned by the coughing and especially coughing up blood because that tells us uh, a degree of how severe that cough is and what's going on deep down in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of dogs with heart disease will have a dry cough. That's one thing. And that kind of cough, yeah, when they're laying down or lying on their side, um, their neck moves in certain positions, a cough comes very easily with an enlarged heart. Um, for those pets, you know, maybe we can add in a cough suppressant that can kind of help that. Um, if we've got a lot of disease and fluid going on in there, we don't always want to suppress that cough. We want right. to allow her to be able to bring that up. 
but it does become a comfort issue. So um, that's, a, I think, a fine line to walk along. And, um, you know, it could be that if she's still got activity and energy and wants to pull on that lead when you're going out for a walk, that she's she's feeling well enough to tolerate that activity. That, I'm very thrilled to hear that. Um, but I agree that I think this coughing is um, very likely going to, worsen and to become a point where she could suddenly take a turn for the worse. And the way I like to address this is, do you want to have that episode where your pet is struggling to breathe in your 3 a.m. and you're trying to drive to find a veterinary office to take care of your baby and put her down in peace? Or to find that gray zone before we get to that point when we can say you've you put your time in, you've done good, you've fought this disease to the best of your ability, and we can tell the tide is turning. And that coughing and those other signs, if that's getting worse, then I embrace letting the pet go before we get to, to that really bad end event um, for the pet's sake. And uh, I think that's uh, definitely definitely a point that only you and your husband may be able to kind of figure out. Um, and I'd also look at, you know, her appetite. You know, if she's interactive, when people come to the door, if she hears something, someone knocking, those to me are very important, um, as well as being able to sleep comfortably through the night. When all those things start to shift the other direction, then I really think it's our turn to step in and, you know, be our pet's advocate and and do what we have to do. I I agree with you, and, and that's where I am, you know, I, I, I'm ready. My husband mm-hmm. is not. And, you know, I can't, I can't sleep in the bedroom. I, I've moved out. I cannot. The coughing is, you know, I just can't tolerate it. It just, it makes me want to cry. I can't sleep, but I worry about the dog. Yeah. Uh, and everyone kind of moves at different paces with acceptance. And, and I think that's the, the big thing is that obviously he knows the severity of what's going on and to be able to accept that, you know, where you're at is only going to get worse. And, and I can definitely say that, um, I watched my childhood dog last too many years beyond when I thought was comfortable time for him. But my father, I, I love him, but you know, there was a point where he wasn't quite ready and, um, I would have embraced a humane euthanasia much earlier for my dog because I could see where it was going, and I didn't want him to have to see some of those days. Um, and I, I, I can feel your concern for the situation, and the best I can say is, you know, this would be something to share what I've said with your husband, and, um, you know, I want to make sure that he's on board with making this decision at the right time as well. But it, it certainly sounds like, uh, you know, we need to have a meeting together. Never an easy decision, and we wish you the best of luck here. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. Let's take one for Joy Turner, animal communicator extraordinaire. And we have uh, Melody. Hi, Melody. Hi, how are you? Good. Where are you calling from? Um, Kennewick, Washington, on my way to Virginia. That's a, that's a long haul there. Yeah, I'm a long haul driver. Oh, well, that makes sense there. I have Joy right here. What's going on with the pets? I have a little seven-year-old Shih Tzu. She's been in the truck since she was nine weeks old. And I was just wondering, is she happy with her life? She's undergoing some personality changes now that she's older. But uh, I just want to make sure I'm doing the right thing for her. And tell me her name, please. 
Her name is Putt-Putt, also known as Putter. And she's sitting here looking at me. <laughs> and she just gave me the silliest look. Yes. <laughs> she says she thinks you are such a silly person. Of course she's having a good time. And she says, are the changes that she's making, are they unsettling to you? Yeah, they... Um well, she always used to sleep on the bed with me. Now she's sleeping on the floor, but it might just be the new truck because there's a hot air vent. Maybe it just gets too hot at her end of the bed. I haven't. I think that might be it. I'm not sure. She says it is too hot for her there, and she doesn't know. She says also the new truck smells differently. Yeah, that it does. <laughs> and she's not sure what to do about any of that stuff, so you may want to talk to her about what those smells are that are different from whatever the other truck smelled like. Yeah. Because she doesn't understand why it's different. Well, this is the first new truck we've had. All the rest have been previously occupied, and this one was just ours. Okay, so what I want to tell her is that new trucks, new cars, new anythings like that have um, what we call new truck or new car smells, and they wear off eventually. Yeah. And it's just because it's new. They put off those, what she considers basically unpleasant odors. Yeah, that's it. And she wants to know, you know, how long it's going to take for those to wear off. I don't know. It depends on how long it takes her doggy smells to permeate everything. (laughs) She's a pretty clean dog. She gets a shower every four days. Yeah, she's not sure how that's going to work, but she thinks maybe we could do something, like put better smelling somethings in there to kind of cover up those bad smelling things. Candle. Um, You know, I don't know that I would do a candle in a truck, but she was more thinking. Going down the road at night. Yeah, she was more thinking something like food smell, like liver or... Red chicken everywhere, got it. Yeah, exactly. Silly <laughs> <laughs> girl. Uh, Melody, thank you. Thank you. one 405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Is your computer running slowly? Thinking about buying a new one? Don't waste your money. Your computer could be infected with spyware, malware, viruses, registry errors, spam, and pop-ups. You don't need to buy a new computer. Just go to DoubleMySpeed.com and find out what's slowing your computer down. DoubleMySpeed totally cleaned up my system and increased my speed. DoubleMySpeed.com increased the speed of my computer from the very first day. My computer was on its last leg. Now it's like new again. Get your free diagnosis at DoubleMySpeed.com and keep your computer running fast. Your free diagnosis at DoubleMySpeed.com is easy and fast. It's the best you could ask for. Outstanding, and my computer is running faster than ever. Find out what is slowing down your computer with a free diagnosis at DoubleMySpeed.com. Don't waste your time with your slow computer. Get your free diagnosis now at DoubleMySpeed.com. That's DoubleMySpeed.com. Listen carefully to this message. If you're about to buy hardwood flooring, you're going to pay too much. Unless, of course, you buy from us. We're Lumber Liquidators, and we dare you to shop and compare with the big box stores. Lumber Liquidators offers the low price guarantee. When you buy your quality hardwood flooring from Lumber Liquidators, you save hundreds, if not thousands, every time. Because we buy direct from the mills. We are truly the wood floor experts. To prove it, we'll send you our beautiful full-color catalog absolutely free. Call one 800 265 
1-800-585-4352. Shop for hardwoods in cherry, oak, and walnut, bamboo, laminates, and even Bella Wood prefinished flooring with a 50-year warranty. The same floor Bob Vila has in his home. Don't pay more than you have to for flooring. Call Lumber Liquidators right now. We even offer installation and financing. Visit your local Lumber Liquidators or call right now for your free full-color catalog. Call 1-800-265-4352. That's 1-800-265-4352. 1-800-265-4352. It is time for yet another Dodge Journey pet destination. And, uh, of course, this is your opportunity to tout the location that you take your animals, your dogs, your cats, your iguanas, your flamingos, wherever you take them. We want to know, and in return, we'll give you prizes for your animals to, to take to the park or wherever it might be. Ball. And which one are we going to, Judy? Line two. Hey, Kate, how are you doing? Hey, I'm very well, thanks. Where are you calling today? I'm in Long Island, New York. Long Island. Now, is that where your uh, Dodge Journey pet destination is? Actually, it's my kitties. And no, their destination is in Orlando, Florida. Kitties? Are you (laughs) you taking your kitties? Uh, How many kitties do you have? I have two cats. One famous, one shy. Oh, okay. Where do they like to go in Orlando? We used to live there, and um, we lived in a couple of different places, but uh, my dream house had a pool in the back, and most of the houses back there house screen rooms, like gigantic screen rooms uh-huh. that enclose the swimming pool because yeah. they're indoor kitties. Uh-huh. This was like their big taste of the outdoors, so for them, this was like wild freedom, and there were a couple of plants, and there were Boku spiders, and... As anyone who spent much time in the Central Florida area, lizards, these oh. little Uh-oh. gecko things. Yeah, we have a few lizard hunters around here at the studios here. <laughs> cats, cats seem to love those. So now, is, yeah, it, is there a specific... I didn't know about that, and uh, they took to them like mice, <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Is there a specific place in Orlando, a name that we can put down? South Orlando, but basically anywhere there was a lizard, they would have been very contented, but um, basically inside of an enclosed lizard area because <laughs> they were indoor cats and their safety from car accidents. And uh, my famous cat has, unfortunately, some health problems that don't allow him to be vaccinated. Now, so. why, why is he famous? Uh, he's got a bunch of videos on YouTube. He's um, he's getting lots of credit from people in Egypt for um, removing their dictator, Hosni Mubarak. Oh. Uh, you know, I just kind of did it kind of in the spirit of like, wow, there's this big thing. And I don't know, maybe people would like this little cat thing. And yeah, he actually removed Mubarak. And you'll have to see it to see exactly what that means. <laughs> but he's gotten... Nothing but love. I mean, I get thank you letters all the time. You're a good woman. I love that cat. He should move into the palace. Sure. He will be a better president. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of hard work that uh, that your cat's done there. And we're going to actually reward your cat. What, what do we get? Well, we'll figure it out. We'll head into the uh, the cat closet over here. We actually have a cat closet, a dog closet, and then, then another animal Just closet. miscellaneous closet, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, hold on for one second. We appreciate you calling in today. It is the uh, Dodge Journey Pet Destination of the Week, and, of course, brought to you by Dodge Journey. They've won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award with their full-down stain-resistant seats, the chill zone glove box cooler for drinks, 
and multiple storage options with removable washable liners to get the lizard guts off, pretty much. I think that's what it's for. It's easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. Or with lizards without tails. Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle? <laughs> Hi, this is Wendy Malik on Animal Radio. And do not forget, stay in neuter. You're listening to Animal Radio. And Dennis, you're listening on Star 98, I assume. Yes, I am. Thank you for so much for listening to Animal Radio. I have Vladi the world famous Russian dog wizard right here for you. What's going on? Okay, Hi, uh, about five weeks ago, my wife and I uh, left St. George. We went down to Las Vegas to do a little shopping, and on the way home, we decided to stop by the animal shelter. Just to look, but once we got there, uh, there was a dog that was uh, going to be euthanized in a few days, and we just couldn't let that happen. So we ended up adopting a rescue dog, and he was picked up off the streets of Las Vegas. They have no idea about his history, but he's a mixed terrier. Uh, they think maybe a dash hound and a terrier. He has been a wonderful dog, uh, personality, everything about him is just fantastic. The only thing is that uh, on the crate, uh, the crate training. Mm-hmm. Now we have a crate here in the uh, in the room, and we have toys in there. We have treats, and he goes in there all the time. He'll go in there and he'll lay down, take a nap, and so on. But if we leave and put him in the crate, I set up a video camera and let it run for two hours while we're gone, and the whole two hours barking, biting the wire on the crate, just going crazy. Uh, okay. There's a lot of anxiety when I'm not in the room. Sure. When my wife's not in sure. the room, he's he's okay. He whines a little, but when I'm gone, he goes ballistic. So sure, that's that's a wonderful piece of piece of information for the last uh, your last uh, sound bite was. That's the great. Okay, so here is what you have. You have a separation anxiety is going on, which is more directed toward you rather than toward your wife. Right. Yeah. So you approach to the to this task. I am I am damn so good with uh, separation anxiety, and I have to just warn you, Dennis. If you if you're gonna keep it untreated, separation anxiety to fix it, it is a, 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 a chances to fix separation anxiety is very low. If it gets, I'm talking about to the full scale when the dog jumps through the crate, and and I'm dealing with all those cases. And why uh, I am good about this, not just because I'm dog trainer, a certified animal behaviorist. But because I like those type of, not I like this problem, but I like the something food for my mind. An approach to the resolving this problem, uh, when I approach it, it's a, I'm approaching from different angles. In your situation, here's what I would do first. I would, number one, establishing confidence in the dog. Um, because you need to play the role of the bad cop for it, uh, for a while. Your wife needs to be the good cop. So your wife needs to be primary trainer. By, and of course you have to train your dog too. But I'm going about serious training, not just uh, taking your dog uh, for a walk and he's stupidly pulling you guys, uh, you know, and you just yanking him backwards and just say, heal, heal, heal. This is not the training. I'm talking about, you know, he walks on the loose leash at your left hand side, uh, you know, at your 
left hand side and uh, you know looks into you and this is how he's working he's working for the process he gets tired you do not sit stay and so on uh, check the animal radio website we have a video animalradio.com there is a video there and you will see how I deal with the one dog and you can do the same way with your dog I would get a small pinch collar in your situation for your dog and six foot leash and that would be starting point to do I will definitely will do it before I leave the house that would be mandatory I will put the collar on leash I don't need you don't need even need to go anywhere. You can do it in your home. So you do it, your wife do it, focusing on control exercise, which is sit, stay, down, stay. Go to the dog bed, which is place command. Uh, you can also, you know, uh, visiting my website, we have our DVDs, and if you need additional information. But it's pretty simple. Um, after all of that, the dog is becoming very tired. From this position, you need to start to creating him while you're home and your wife is home, but both of them in another room. And at any time, you'd mention about a little bit screeching and screaming, and the dog is whining, momentarily rush to the dog, snap the crate with your left hand, startle him as you scream, ah, boom, he looks at you, and okay. say, good boy, turn around and walk away, as nothing happened. Almost act like Taliban husband who comes home, who's not giving his wife kisses and hugs, He's telling them, go do dishes, go do laundries. That's yep. it. This attitude, you have to stay strong. So once you stop him from whining uh, while you are leaving for 5-10 minutes, you know, for, and start to training him, you will see that magically things will go well. I also, by all means, will make him sleep in the crate. And the crate should be located not in your bedroom, and should be in the living, in the family room, and it should be always in the same room. The crate should be through the night. That's okay. important. Okay, yeah, because okay. we have a crate right now in the living room, and we have one in the bedroom. No, 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 no. You already have it. I mean, previous call was complaining we had a caller who had problem with bonding. You have too much bonding. You have to do opposite things now. Get him away from your bedroom. Okay. All right, and don't... And one of you, while you while, don't allow him follow you around as you walk uh, through the house. Remember, people, uh, dogs who are rescued, they are susceptible to separation anxiety. It's happening all the time. Don't believe just by loving and kissing, it's gonna get better. It's gonna get worse. No welcome, no welcome home celebrations. When you come home, you know, and hey, don't rush toward him. Snap the crate. Ah. He was waiting for you for four, five, six hours, whatever. He can wait for five, ten minutes more. Never let him get out from the crate where he's whining. Always let him get out from the crate where he's when he's quiet and calm and relaxed. I know how it sounds, but you gotta go because sometimes in our life we need to choose between bad and worse. No welcome home celebrations. No grieving before you leave the house. Okay, vice versa. Do a lot of exercises, especially training. Make him be tired. Tired dog is the good dog. Give him bull stick or something he likes to chew. If it maybe even uh, I, you know you're short or something, or even sometimes I suggesting people sleeping with the dogs toys under arm and after giving them and putting them in the crate when they leave the house. But you have to do it gradually. The key is gradually leave, come back, and startle him for any bad behavior, and become you becoming bad cop, your wife becoming good cop. So she's feeding you or not. You just training her, him and go back and forth, and uh, that's everything together gonna work. Also check the some calming supplement, but it's one word. Proquite by company Animal Options. I would also use use it as addition. 
Uh, what was that called? The calming. It's called Pro Quiet. Pro Quiet. P R O. Q-U-I-E-T. And we have a lot of information over at the website at AnimalRadio.com if you want to learn more about that from Animal Health Options. Dennis, we appreciate your call today. we got to get out of here. Remember, you can email us all week long at YourVoiceAtAnimalRadio.com. See you next week. Bye. This is Animal Radio Network.